What's up, Lashnistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the owners of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in this lash industry and to show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom in our house, extremely broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to show you guys a raw version of what things are really like. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about... Today's episode, not my work. Why not to bash others' work? With a big, big red X. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into that, obviously, this is the last day for our contest. Tell them about the contest. Mm-hmm. You, go. You're okay. Good. All you got to do is <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, go on Instagram, and follow at S- Sassy Lashes LV. Uh-huh. And then take a screenshot of that and email it to giveaways at Sassy Lash Brands. Dot com. We're actually picking our winner next week. So make sure you get that in. Last absolute possible chance. Yes. Uh, next thing, LashCon coming up October 19th through 21st, Pasadena, California. So exciting. This is going to be a phenomenal event. If you have not gotten your tickets, please do so now. Here's the deal with LashCon. Everybody out there wants to become a lash artist, which is great. But the issue is you have a thousand lash artists. Now nobody knows how to get clients. They don't know how to grow their business. They don't know how to reinvest profits. They don't know how to hire staff. There's so many things they don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. And that's why this conference is going to be so amazing because it's going to teach you all those things. Just gotta go to lashcon.com, sign up. This is a can't miss event. You're doing yourself a favor because you're literally investing into your future, into your business. Not Mm -hmm. just you as a lash artist. This is a lash business event. Hope to see you guys there. Next thing. We have a loyalty program with our supply line now at sassylashsupplies.com. Every time you guys spend a dollar, you get five points. You get points just for signing up. You can take those points, parlay them into dollars for your purchases. So if you get a thousand points, I believe it's ten dollars off. Yeah. Two thousand points, twenty bucks off. Yeah. Something like that. You'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we should learn. We're the owners. <laughs> uh, last but not least, we do have some out-of-state classes coming up. We're going to be in San Diego. September 9th through the 13th. Make sure you sign up. That's going to be a good one. We're really looking forward to a little beach getaway as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be back in Scottsdale for a second time. This will be September 23rd to the 27th. And then last but not least, we're going to the land, baby. Mm-hmm. Going to Cleveland. Going to Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio. I'm super stoked about this one. Every time I say this, I literally want to jump down and do a couple laps around the room. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm from Northeast Ohio. We got our, we rocking our Cleveland mm-hmm. gear today, baby. So Cleveland's going to be October 14th through 18th. You can sign up for all these at sassylashclass.com. Hope to see you guys there, maybe even at the Browns game the day before. <laughs> also keep in mind with the classes, if you already know classic and you want to do the mega, volu- uh, mega volume or volume portion, um, it's the last three days. So it's Wednesday, Wednesday through Friday of a five day, and then it's Saturday and Sunday of a three day. So you guys have the option as well, and it's available online. Very cool. 
So jumping into today's episode, take it away, lovely wife. So this is um, something I've been wanting to talk about. Um, there's a lot of people have that have been writing me on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and I see it all the time, and I actually used to do this myself, but you see those pictures where it's like, you know, a horrible last job, and there's a big red X, and it's like, not my work. And we just want to kind of like, Mm. really dig into this topic because, um, you know, back in the day when I used to do it, I was super uneducated. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I don't even know how I got to this point in my life, but (laughs) (laughs) I had no mentors. I mean, so anything that walked through my door and even sometimes it was my own work. I'd be like, dude, I did this girl. This is, there's no way this is my work. There's, and it was, it was my work. Like how embarrassing, right? But um, I used to put posts up like, this is not my work. This is not how you do lashes. But on the flip side, I think people don't talk about the lash aftercare from the client. What right? Do you, what do you mean? Can you explain them what you mean by that? So, okay, let's say you get a client in your chair and it's like god awful work, right? It's like you don't think it's properly isolated or there's like a lot of buildup and you think that it's adhesive, but really it's like buildup from not washing their lashes. You automatically think you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, it's a foreign fill and they came from another lash salon. And you're like, oh gosh, like I'm not even going to be able to work over this. But realistically, like the client never washed their lashes. So, I mean, after a while of not taking care of aftercare, your lashes are going to look like garbage. And to a lash artist, you're going to, as a lash artist that's uneducated, you're going to think that that person went to a bad lash artist, when in reality, it's really pinpointed on the client. So what happens when the fact that they come in from another lash artist, though, and it's bad work? Well, I mean, really. You start bashing it and start digging. What would you say? Yeah. I mean, well, back in the day, I used to do it all the time because it would put me up on a pedestal. I'd be like, oh, (laughs) cha-ching, I just got a client. But realistically, I didn't know and I wasn't educated and I would always believe the client. But I mean, trust me when I say like clients aren't always honest, right? (laughs) And they're not going to um, put any type of blame on themselves because the second you're educated and you let them know like, hey, it really looks like, you know, you didn't wash your lashes or you really haven't been upkeeping them. You are going to either have to do a full removal or you're going to have to do a sassy or well, we do sassy lash baths. And all of that means more money. And the client never wants to spend more money. You know what I mean? Especially if they think that they have been taking care of their lashes or whatever they say. They don't want to spend the money on correcting that. Here's another thing, too. When you guys bash other people's work, it makes you look petty. Yeah. Like, it makes you literally look, like, insecure. And here's the thing. It's not necessarily that that you're, you're being insecure or that you're being, you know, a jerk. A lot of times, like, we talk about lash trolls all the time on here. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing that makes me more angry than seeing somebody post a photo and seeing a bunch of people come behind and knock them down and, mm-hmm. and say mean things. But here's the thing. In all reality, it's not that that person is angry with you. They're angry with themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like here's the honestly got truth. Like, most of the time when people say something or lash out, it's because it's something they're dealing with in their own personal life. It's really knocked them down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you're like, why would this person lash out at me? You know, and like they, they make a crappy remark and then they're like, yeah, right, girls. You know, like, right, right. Like, to look around, like, for people to excite. And like, a lot of times you'll see either some girls come to their rescue or others will join in with them. But most of the time, what happens is it's because they're not happy with their own life. They're seeing you out there trying to do something with your life, trying to make a good income, trying to grow yourself as a lash artist, trying to grow yourself as a business owner. And then here's these, 
estrogen lynch mob, for lack of a better term, sitting around being petty and, and just trashing each other. Yeah. Well, I think what's most aggravating about it is, okay, let's just say that it's it's just bad work, right? Like, let's say there's just like a lash artist who took a one-day training class. Didn't know any better? Didn't know any better, which was me, you know, back in 2011 and 12. And their work isn't isn't that great, you know what I mean? And then you have like, I, I think what I'm like, coming up with as I am in these groups and I see all these comments it's like these OG lash artists who are like stuck in their ways and they're not they're not like keeping up with the time so it's like the OG lash artists yeah like the dinosaurs and they're so butthurt because all of these eager lash artists are up and coming they're excited they're not burnt the fuck out like that you know what I mean like the OG ones are and they're they're molding to like the new techniques and the new styles of lashing so you have like these OG lash artists that I see in all these groups that are like oh I would never lash over a a 12 millimeter you know and they're just like they're bashing sorry sorry it's not popular in North Dakota (laughs) yeah I mean and the thing is, is like I, I see points of what they're doing, but let me tell you, if you're not if you're not like ahead of the times or if you're not keeping up, these new lash artists are gonna be scooping up all your clients. Oh yeah. Like they are going oh, to yeah. be you are gonna be you're retired. Gonna lose it just on the enthusiasm part. Seriously. The energy of these people. Yeah. And it's like the thing is is like and, and you see it all the time, they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, the, look what I got in my chair. Oh, look at all these and it's like, why don't you help? Like, why don't you help? We is that it. how you get clients? Like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, tearing people down. There's there's something to be said. It's like a gravity effect, right? So like, if you're the person that's the light in the darkness, the light at the end of the shining, the shining light at the end of the tunnel, or the person who's energetic and helping people, mm-hmm. people tend to gravitate towards you. Like we were just listening to a, a message this morning uh, by Pastor uh, Judah Smith, mm-hmm. and he was talking about being the person in your group that's willing to admit when you were wrong mm-hmm. and willing to apologize you know when you when you do the wrong thing and it's like every group of friends has that one guy in their group that they all really like mm-hmm. and normally that one guy they really like is always the guy who's like the guy's like yeah you know what i messed up i'm sorry guys my fault and people are like oh it's okay we forgive you you know mm-hmm. type thing instead of the guy who's stubborn is like nope not my fault you're i'm not apologize you don't apologize <laughs> you know what i mean and that's what we're seeing with a lot of these older you know like we were talking about a lot of these older lash artists and i'm not saying like it's not every lash older lash artist, you know what I mean? Because we have some older ones that have been lashing for like eight, nine years that are, that are still in it. Like we got Red and Cami both are working on over a decade or close to a decade yeah. each. And they're still like, like people love them. They're super friendly. They're outgoing. They have lots of good lash input and lash wisdom from as long as they've been lashing. Mm-hmm. But what happens is the young ones come in. It's like when we were at the puppy store. Remember the young puppies like bouncing off the walls, like yipping and biting and, and energetic and, and you like, like, I can't even keep up, right? Yeah. And then I go home to like my old, my boxer who's like, I'm seven, eight years old now, and she's like plop on the floor. I'm like, come on, girl. And so like sometimes she's on, sometimes she's not. But the thing is, is like that energy alone, right? And they see you in the corner scowling, getting more mad, getting more bitter. It almost like fuels them to want to keep going even more. Almost just as like a to, to means to piss you off even more mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And we'll say this too. Here's the other thing. We were talking about this too, um, about the power of good competition. Mm-hmm. If you're, you're thriving in a business, I think we use the example of like McDonald's and Burger King, right? So if McDonald's is on the corner and they're just killing it, right? Everybody's going to that area for burgers. At some point in time, Burger King goes in across the street, right? Mm-hmm. And it becomes like a friendly competition. Are people going to stop going to McDonald's? No. They're going to go to Burger King, right, for a different variation of it, right? But what happens is it creates that good competition. It creates more awareness to the area. It creates more awareness to what's going on with that particular brand and in that particular industry. And I think what's happening is you see so many older lash artists who refuse to evolve their 
techniques and mm -hmm. refuse to help train people. It's like this business where everybody's hoarding information. Nobody wants to help anybody. It's like, hey, can you show Sally in the corner? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> well, she's getting people stuck. Mm -mm. You know, and Sally's like, can someone just please help me? You know, I'm just trying to learn. And what's happening is these people are hoarding this stuff and they're keeping all this information. And then Sally goes to the other young uh, lash artist who's learned this technique because she watched a YouTube video, shows her, and then all of a sudden, they're starting to find little tips and tricks that work and make variations of this technique. And the older person who's like burned out, who's like bitter is like, why didn't I think of that? Darn, that's good. They didn't want to admit to it either. Yeah. And stop in, in these Facebook groups, like this drives me wild. And I literally am like so irritated about this. People will like screenshot like people's Instagram. Conversation? No, well, conversations too, but they're like Instagrams, like they're full Instagrams with their Instagram name and everything and plop it on the Facebook group and be like, oh my God, look at this work. Like how terrible is this? How is she charging this much? Or look at that length. And it's like literally putting people on blast. And I'm always in there and I'm like, is this your photo? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like that, and the thing is, is like, and this goes into like the whole one day courses, like it's crazy. Cause like there's all these well-known companies that are doing trainings for like one, you know, one day or two days. And like these people aren't getting training. You know what I mean? Like it's insane and they're yeah. paying all this money and that's a whole new episode, but, um, they're not getting any, like any of the well-deserved training that they should, they should get. And then they're, they're thinking that they are great lash artists right off the get-go because they've trained with, with this well-known company. Ooh, good point. And then, good and then you've point. got all these other people like clobbering them like, oh my gosh, you know, this and that. And it's like, it's, it's just haters. It's just people who are just trying to keep all this clientele to themselves, to put them up on a pedestal, to make more money, but you look horrible doing it. Yeah, if you're not if you're not serving people, if you're not helping people, your your time's gonna be short lived in this business anyway. Yeah, I had a I had a DM too, and um, I was talking about like the difference between like pre maids and clusters and individuals and clusters. And this girl was like, you know, oh, this one girl is is advertising really hard in marketplace, you know, on Facebook or whatever, and it's like forty dollar clusters, like. Should I should I let her know or should I let her clients know? And it's like, well, that's a you know that's a fair question. But like realistically, like what you should do in these situations, you know, going back to bad work and like what you should do, it's like you should really mind your business. Stay in your own lane, bro. Like stay in your own lane because <laughs> even though you want to you know you want to help people, but you want to educate who comes to you only. You can't really. I mean, gosh, we can't get a handle on all these lash artists who weren't trained properly. And you can try and help as best you can, but you really just want to like mind your business and just educate who comes to you. And you need to know the difference between bad aftercare and actual bad work. There's there's a huge difference between there. And I posted something on my Instagram like about this fan, right? Like, so I am the worst person for lashes. Like I pick my lashes when I'm like crashed there at night. Go. It's like there midnight and I finally got the kids down and I'm so exhausted and I lay in bed and I'm like, shit, I got to wash my lashes. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm the worst person. <laughs> so my lash artist, you know, the couple that I go to or whoever, when I lay in that chair, I'm like, I know they're judging. Like my lashes look like shit. My aftercare looks like shit. And the thing is, is a lash artist, they need to know and determine whether it's bad aftercare or bad work. And sometimes it's really hard, but that's your job as a lash artist. Yeah. We, we're in these Facebook groups too. So like we see when you guys... I'm always shouting not, myself out. Yeah, we don't always like comment necessarily. Like we, we read them. Yeah. And we see when you guys take a picture of someone else's work and blast that other lash artist. Like you don't got to do that to make yourself look better. You know yeah. what I mean? And to be honest with you, thanks to the internet and like all these modern advances in technology, 
where when somebody does bad work, mm -hmm. but they're busy blasting other people, we live in a day and age now where that stuff can spread very quickly. Yeah. So if you're that person who's out there belittling people and cutting people down, mm -hmm. it's gonna start, it's gonna come back to bite you eventually. Yeah, especially if we're in the business as lash artists to make other women feel beautiful. Who are you to be bashing other women who are artists? Like that doesn't even make sense. Like your your job in this industry is not gonna last long because your job is to empower, make people feel beautiful, do your job, educate. And when you're bashing other people, like you're gonna get retired from these up and coming girls, I tell you. Yeah. You uh you, you can't win doing that kind of stuff. No. Um so quick recap, we were talking about bashing other people's work. Um what would you say, and I know we, we didn't really kind of touch on this one, but the, the groups where it shows they're posting clients' conversation and then making fun of the client. Yeah, that's a big no-no, and that'll bite you in the ass, and that has bit people in the ass because I've seen that. I've totally seen that because now there's people in these Facebook groups, like our Facebook group, The Lash Tea. I've seen a few clients that we have at Centennial, and they have joined those, that group. Yeah. And so you you just really, like, as, as a human being. We have clients that watch our YouTube and yeah, they don't even lash. Don't, don't even lash. Just yeah, so like watching. I would just be professional and just really just act like your audience is your clients, and you need to respect that. Or I'm telling you, if you're going to learn the hard way, and it's going to affect your business hard. Yeah, and if you got a question like how to deal, like let's listen. I'm not saying the client's always right. I'm not saying that at all because we have multiple instances where clients no show appointments, don't even call to reschedule try to come in under a different name so they don't have to pay a cancellation fee, Ugh. try to play the system, come in with a witness protection mask on, a mustache, <laughs> like, no, I'm not Susie. You know, like, you know what I mean, with the Ronald Reagan mask on. So yeah. doesn't Ronald Reagan is, bad analogy. There's my, there's my dad age showing. But listen, the, the point is, I'm not saying every client's right, but the last thing you wanna do is actually take a picture of your client's name, phone number, and their face from their social media profile and put it out there where everybody can see. You could have somebody in that last group that's related to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? What would, you, you, would you rather ask advice, like how do I overcome the situation? Or would you rather be backpedaling because you said something nasty about someone who lives in your hometown? Yeah. Also keep in mind clients who come to you um, that maybe you haven't seen in a while and you never ask them for a photo of their lashes and you're like, oh, I've, you haven't been on my books in a while. Like people lash jump. Oh, dude. Like they will hop from deal to deal to deal. Or maybe like you did something to piss them off or they had bad retention and they didn't want to reach out to you. They'll hop from place to place to place. And then they get in your chair and you're like, what is this? You know what I mean? You need to realize what's bad work and what is work that's taken care of badly. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. This was kind of a shorter, sweeter one. <laughs> As always, if you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you aren't subscribed to our podcast or youtube channel refer a friend refer a friend please refer a friend i know i say this all the time like what is this what is this yahoo talking about <laughs> refer a friend like here's the thing we grow as a group we get smarter as a group you ever hear the science the saying iron sharpens iron like if you know somebody else that's struggling or could use these tips and tricks you don't even have to be a lash artist i have people that comment all the time that aren't even like lash artists They're like this is just great info yeah send someone our way they, they could use they could benefit like it's a free education we do this for you guys and we grow this thing as a movement. So obviously, please refer someone, subscribe. And until then, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.